back at it again. Welcome back to another episode of Retraced Echoes. As always, I'm your host. My name is Bert, and we are back at it again. And do we ever have a banger for you today? We're going to be checking out Sloss Furnaces in Birmingham, Alabama. So the million dollar question is, where are all my Alabama people at? Now, this one is kind of cool. It's a museum to this day, but it was originally founded in 1881 by James Withers Sloss. And it was originally designed to produce pig iron. Now, old Bert, I can tell you anything you want to know about some ghouls and some ghosts and some, some spirits. But when it comes to pig iron, I can't tell you the first thing. My understanding, based on the Google search that I did... It's fundamental in the production of iron and steel, whatever that means. But due to this furnace, it put old Birmingham on the map. It was called the Magic City due to rapid growth. Now, this furnace ran until 1971. It had become one of the longest running blast furnaces in the entire U.S. And after closing, long story short, they wanted to preserve it as a historical site. Now, anyone that's not new to the podcast knows it burts all about the ghost stories. So from the fiery heart of the industry to the cold whispers of the afterlife, Sloss Furnaces is more, in my opinion, than just a historical landmark. It's going to be a crossover episode between the Industrial Revolution and the Twilight Zone. Now, once it was a blazing beacon of production, but now it's a hot spot for paranormal as we venture into the shadowy realm of ghostly tales at Sloss Furnaces. Let's remember... Each story we're about to share isn't just a figment of imagination. These are based on known ghost stories, accounts that have been whispered through the corridors of time, passed down from those who have felt the chill of the otherworldly Asloss. From the ghostly figure of a former foreman to the unexplained phenomena that has left even skeptics scratching their head, these tales are as much of Sloss's legacy as its iron and steel was. So as we transition from hard facts to spine-chilling tales, remember, at Sloss, the only thing hotter than the furnaces are the ghost stories they've left behind. Strap in, we're about to stoke the fires of the supernatural and see the shadows dance in the flames of bygone years. Let's stop talking about it, let's be about it, let's go. Whispers in the Shadows, the Watchman's Last Vigil at Sloss Furnaces. Let's step into the scene, not from the brisk confidence of a day worker, but from the measured tread of the night watchman. This guardian of the dark hours knows each echo and sigh of this sprawling complex. His lantern, a beacon of solace, casts a golden halo on the rusted rails and the gaunt structures that loom like skeletal sentinels of a long forgotten army. With each step, his eyes scan the darkness, a ritual as ingrained in him as the lines etched upon his withered face. But tonight the watchman's heart beats a rhythm of unease. A sense of foreboding cloaks him, as tangible as the chill that seeps from the ground. But he tells himself it must be the change of seasons, or perhaps a trick of the mind conjured by the monotonous drone of his solitary footsteps. Yet as the night deepens, so does the gnawing in his gut, a primal alert to an unseen presence that seems to have emerged from the very bowels of the earth. The rounds begin as they always do, a sequence of checks and inspections performed with the precision of a well-oiled machine. But the symphony of solitude is broken by an intrusion, a clang knot of this time, a resonance without a source. Footsteps? His own? No, 
These are different. They carry a weight. An intent that turns the stillness into dread. Our watchman's journey through the darkness is now descent into the unknown. Each clang, each whisper of steam, each shadow that slithers just beyond the reach of his light brings more fear that he needs to try and hide. His reality, a landscape of steel and silence, begins to warp as if the very fabric of the night is a canvas and something unseen is painting horrors yet to come. The dance of his lantern's light against the stark skeletal framework casts a multitude of giants along his path. They stretch silhouettes flickering as if engaged in some silent mocking. As the night deepens, the comforting logic of the physical world he knows seems to slip away, replaced by a creeping doubt that something else is walking alongside him, just out of sight. Whispers of steam hiss from aged vents, creating a chorus of lovely wails that harmonize with the night. The furnace, now cold and silent, once a crucible of searing heat and molten metal, seems to breathe with a life all its own, a life that is not quite extinguished. As he continues his rounds, his lantern illuminates the relic of the plant's industrial heydays. Tools left to rust, gauges frozen in time, work boots discarded in the corner, as if its owners might return at any moment to claim them. But it's the sudden absence of sound, the abrupt halt to even his own footsteps that halts him, a silence so profound it roars in his ears. It's in the deep silence that the watchman feels it. Cold draft, not of air, but a fear washes right over him. It's followed by the forceful shove and the gravely voice that shatters the silence. The confrontation, though unseen, is as real to him as the steel that surrounds him and more terrifying than the fires that once roared in the belly of the beast before him. The watchman's resolve falters, his seasoned bravado crumbled like the weathering bricks of the furnace. He stands at the crossroads of the explainable and the supernatural, his mind grappling with the clasp of fear that wraps around his thoughts. The shove has shaken his very foundation of his reality, leaving him to question what lurks in the shadows he has been walking so confidently in before. As he makes his hurried escape, the once familiar walkways and staircases transform into a maze of uncertainty. His breath comes in ragged gasps, the heat of his panic, a stark contrast to the chill of the night air. This watchman is no longer a guardian of his domain, but a trespasser instead, a man out of step with time and reality. And when he finally steps beyond the grasp of the furnace's shadows, he carries with him a story that will be met with disbelief by many, yet believed by those who know the nights hold more than just darkness. It holds an echo of the past, a whisper of the unseen, and for our watchman, a tale of an encounter that will forever linger in the recesses of his mind. And in the aftermath, the watchman's tale unfolds not in the glow of his trusted lantern, but under the sterile fluorescence of the police station. The walls here are too smooth, too modern to hold an echo of his truth. As he speaks, his word falls like heavy stones in a pool of skepticism. The officers listen with a politeness that does not reach their eyes. 
They suggest simple explanations, things such as the shadows playing tricks, the fatigue of a long night, and a mind unraveled by solitude. Yet the watchman, he knows what stalked him in the darkness, what whispered threats of a long time gone. He carries the evidence, not just in his mind, but on his skin, in the burns that cannot be dismissed by rational minds. Stepping back into the night, the watchman is left to wonder. His story, a newly formed ghostly thread woven in the tapestry of Sloth's furnaces, haunting past, waiting to be picked up by the next soul brave enough to walk the night shift. Somewhere in the depths of those silent furnaces, in the heart of the still skeleton, this phantom assailant lies in wait, ready to challenge the boundaries between the living and the dead, reality and myth, at the next falling of dusk. Fog of the Forgotten As the chill of autumn settled over the city, the heart of Sloth's furnaces beat with the relentless rhythm of the industry. Yet, there was an undercurrent of uneasiness that night, an unexplained tension that seemed to whisper of impending oddity. The three supervisors, all veterans of the countless nights overseeing the smelting of iron, began their night with the usual banter and the shared complaints of the bitter cold. But as the night unfolded, their conversation dwindled giving away to a charged silence that seemed to emanate from the very walls of the plant. Their routine checks, once a dance of well-practiced movements, became a somber march through the sprawling complex. The furnaces, usually a source of warmth and familiar noise, now seemed to become quiet. It was as if the usual noise of the plant had been hushed in anticipation. Then, as the clock struck the witching hour, an unexplained fog began to seep through the cracks and the crevices of the foundry. It slithered along the ground, encircling the men's feet, and rising to obscure their vision. It was within this spectral haze that they first heard it, a voice, guttural and pained, as if drawn from the very depths of the earth. Push some steel, it demanded, echoing through the corridors with a sense of command that chilled them to their core. What followed was their tale of what happened, which was totally unexplainable. They spoke of shadows that moved on their own volition, of the scorching touch of an unseen hand, of the feeling of being herded like cattle by a presence that was felt but never seen. When they were discovered the next morning, it was clear that something profound and unsettling had occurred. Each man was found in a different corner of the boiler room, their faces etched with an expression of horror that would haunt those who found them. In the investigation that followed, no logical explanation could be found. The furnace had been locked from the outside, the key still in the possession of one of the men who laid furthest from the door. No trace of mysterious fog was detected, and no other sign of intrusion or escape were evident. The story became a cautionary tale among the workers, a grim reminder that the spirits of the past may linger in places touched by tragedy and suffering. The lesson whispered in the dim light of the break room and passed down to the new hires was clear. Respect the memory of those who labored before you, 
for their toil was seeped into the very bones of the place. And their grievances? Well, they may yet demand recognition. Echoes in the Darkness The Final Vigil of Samuel at Sloss Furnaces The year was 1971, and the winds of change were whispered through the corridor of Sloss Furnaces. It was the eve of the plant's closure, a moment heavy with the weight of an era passing into memory. Samuel Blumpenthal, a night watchman whose life had been intertwined with the steady heartbeat of the furnaces, embarked on his final round. His footsteps were slow, laden with a lifetime of memories echoing off the high, arching ceilings. Samuel knew every inch of the complex, every pipe, and every shadow that the furnace cast. But tonight, the shadows seemed to stretch longer, darker, and more desperate. A sense of finality hung in the air, as if the very soul of the plant was bracing for the silence that would soon follow. As Samuel's lantern swung in the oppressive darkness, he caught glimpses of the plant's glory days, ghostly reverberations of the workers whose laughter and curses had once filled the space. The night was still, too still, and a creeping dread began to take hold of him, a premonition that this last walk was a farewell not only to the furnaces, but perhaps to much more. Then, without warning, he found himself in the presence of an entity so malevolent that the air around it seemed to curdle. Samuel's heart pounded, his breath caught in the back of his throat. There, in the heart of the furnace's shadow, stood a figure that was an insult to life itself, a half-man, half-demon, as Samuel would describe it. The entity radiated an aura of pure evil. Its eyes held a darkness deeper than the plant's deepest recesses. What transpired next would become the stuff of legend and nightmares. Samuel's encounter with this being would leave him with wounds both physical and psychological. His body scarred by burns that defied earthly explanation. His mind seared by the brush with an evil that seemed ancient and endless. The aftermath was chaos and confusion. The plant's workers upon arriving for the final day found Samuel in a state of shock, his eyes wild with fear. The doctors could make little sense of his injuries. The burns were severe, unlike any that they had seen. Samuel whispered of his encounter. His words painted a picture of a confrontation with a darkness that was as old as the iron ore the plant once smelted. Samuel would never return to the furnace. His death, coming soon after that final, fateful night, which left a mark on the community that went beyond grief. It was a stark reminder that some places hold on to more than just memories. They hold on to spirits, pain, and sometimes something far darker. The lesson learned from Samuel's tragedy was whispered in the homes and bars of Birmingham. It was a reminder to heed the history of places touched by generations of hard labor, places where the boundary between life and death, past and present, might be thinner than we dare to believe, and that sometimes, in the quietest moments, when the machinery of the world has shut down, we might still hear the echoes of something beyond our understanding. 
Shadows and Flames, The Unexplained Ordeal of Josh Thomas. In the summer of 2003, now a historical landmark rather than a bastion of industry, the workers of the present were caretakers of history, not producers of steel. Among them was Josh Thomas, a crew member whose affinity for the site went beyond mere employment. He respected the tales of old, the whispered warnings of his predecessors, but he never anticipated becoming part of the site's lore. One fateful evening, as twilight bled into the night, Josh undertook a routine inspection. The air was warm and still, heavy with the scent of metal and earth. As he navigated the maze of the decommissioned machinery, his flashlight beam caught something, an anomaly in the darkness, a shape that seemed to shift and waver, as if made of smoke and shadow. Josh's curiosity overrode caution, and he approached. Then, in a heartbeat, the shape surged, and a searing pain erupted across his skin. Josh's screams were swallowed by the vastness of the furnace, his body alight with an unfathomable fire. Then, his colleagues found him. The flames were gone, but the burns remained, a stark testimony to his encounter with the unexplained. Interviews with the crew yielded a tapestry of theories, from the plausible to the paranormal. Some spoke of gas leaks and spontaneous combustions, other of vengeful spirits and curses from the depths of the earth. The incident? Well, it was a wellspring of discussion for paranormal investigators who descended in a sloss with gadgets and zeal, eager to probe the supernatural angles of Josh's ordeal. Yet, despite the investigations and the passage of time, the mystery endured. Josh himself could not offer any answers. The memory of the incident was a blur of pain and fear. The shape of the darkness, a puzzle piece that refused to fit. The lesson learned from the burned crew member seemed to resonate with the very essence of the furnaces. A place where history is etched into every rivet and in every rail. Where the past is not always just the past. It was a cautionary tale about the arrogance of believing that we have all the answers. A reminder that some things defy explanation, lingering in the shadows of our understanding. A Psychic Mystery In 2005, the storied past of the furnaces beckoned the curious minds of a team of psychic investigators, accompanied by a seasoned camera crew intent on uncovering the ghostly layers and shrouding the site. They arrived with the intent to peel back the curtains of time and commune with the spirits rumored to inhabit the space. As the investigation unfolded, one psychic, attuned to the whispers of the other world, began to experience an overwhelming presence. It was during a session in the bowels of the furnace, where the air was thick with the residue of bygone toils, that an unexplained laceration materialized on his hand. Blood seeped from the wound, yet, there was no physical cause to be found. The movement was captured on film, a harrowing testament to the encounter. Yet the origin of the wound remained a mystery as deep as the furnace itself. Simultaneously, the camera crew, who were skeptics but now turned to make this documentary, witnessed their lenses catching fleeting images of what could only be described as apparitions. 
figures draped in the passing veils of another plane of existence, captured in the fleeting moments when the present collided with the past. It should go and be noted that the history of psychic research at Sloss was no stranger to such phenomena. The investigator's experience joined a litany of accounts stretching back decades, merged with collective narrations of encounters at the site. They left with more questions than answers. Their experience? Just a patchwork added to a quilt of Sloss Furnace's haunted history. Sloss Furnace's stands is one of the most haunted locations in Alabama due to the storied past filled with intense labor, tragic accidents, and often harsh conditions that workers had to endure. The high number of fatalities and injuries reported during its operational years has left a deep imprint on the collective psyche. While many believe that the pain and suffering experienced within its walls has given rise to restless spirits. The numerous accounts of paranormal activity, from sightings of the infamous slag, to the numerous reports of strange injuries to visitors and ghostly apparitions, have been documented and shared widely, adding to its eerie reputation. Investigators and psychics have recorded unexplained phenomena and ghostly images that have fueled the lore surrounding the historical site. This combination of tragic history, eyewitness accounts, and paranormal investigations has solidified Sloss Furnace's stature as a hotspot for supernatural occurrences. The entity known as Slag, an embodiment of the grueling conditions and perilous work environment, is said to be a malevolent force born by a foreman's cruelty and fatal missteps in the molten core of the furnace. This spirit and countless others unnamed are whispered in the wanders of the complex, trapped in the perpetual loop of their final moments. Well, and there you have it, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. All the entities that's at this location at the furnaces, I did put on a Reddit group that I created. It's a community and it's called Certifiable Ghosts. And there's actually four big entities. I covered each one of them. Here, I just want to cover people's eyewitness accounts. I didn't go into the actual entities this time. Kind of trying something new. I kind of want to get your guys' ideas, concepts. All the stories that I told today were, were stories based on actual stories passed down from that location. Tales of the Tale is what we'll call it. <laughs> Hopefully, you all enjoyed that, though. Also, wherever you're listening to this podcast... If you could give it a like, give it a five star, I'd definitely appreciate that. Also, let your friends know about it. If you, if you got some friends that's into some ghost stories, this is a spot where we're going to get it. Once a month, we're probably going to do the Beyond Belief Fact or Fiction kind of thing. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, there's a YouTube channel that I created called Retraced Stories. And once a week, I'm going to put some scary stories in there, uh, generally between three to five stories, and they're going to be stories from people that sent stories to me or if I found them on Reddit and I asked permission, they're like, yeah, absolutely. Use my story. If you want to provide a story, you can do that at info at retracedechoes.com. Definitely appreciate those stories. Or you can hit me up on social media. In addition to that, I have one other podcast that I do with a friend of mine. His name is Nick and the podcast is called Deceptive Reality. And every single week, we cover an unsolved mystery and we kind of do a deep dive into it. One person knows about the mystery, 
So each week, either I'm going to bring a case or Nick's going to bring a case. And we're going to kind of talk about and try to figure out what's going on with that case. We've covered everything from the Mothman, the Circleville Letters, Bigfoot, countless UFO stories. We even did one on Bob Lazar. So if you're into that kind of thing, definitely check out Deceptive Reality. As the furnace's flame died down to embers and the shadows reclaimed their corners, we must draw the curtains on this episode. Remember every hiss of steam and creak of metal is a story waiting to be told. And sometimes those stories reach out to us in ways we can barely comprehend. So keep your eyes open and your wits about you because the next story could be yours. Until our paths cross again in the dim light of the unknown, keep listening to the echoes of history. This is Retraced Echoes signing off, where the past is present and every shadow has a tale. Until next time, goodbye.